Well, good uh, July 17th. Uh, it is July 17th. This is the Brian Hornback Experience, the Express Edition. Uh, talk about a couple of things that might have happened this weekend. Well, it did happen this weekend. One is um, the uh, candidates for city council at large A were on WBIR, it's channel 10, it's inside Tennessee. Uh, Don Bosch was back, the Democrat. Uh, Susan Richardson Williams was there. Uh, in studio was John Becker, the anchor, and John North, the investigative reporter, he's always there. And um, Lynn Fugit, the uh, at-large councilwoman for the last four years uh, was there. Um, and Darren Warsham, who a lot of people had um, not really heard from. He filed uh, his petition. He, um, but uh, on the latest financial disclosure, uh, he um, has said he's not accepting, he's not soliciting, accepting, receiving any donations, but he was there. Cameron Brooks, um, former uh, political party chairman, was on remotely. Uh, he said that um, he had been exposed to COVID. He had tested um, negative, but didn't want to um, make anyone sick. Um, you know, you got to take people at their word, but um, not sure not sure about that but whatever interestingly enough um in cameron's introduction uh he said that he had been a a union organizer or, or an organizer for the campus workers over at the university of tennessee but when it came to discussing the bridge the infamous bridge that uh will go over the tennessee river um the one that uh, they'd applied for a, a grant um, from the feds. The state was willing to pay some money. City's gonna pay very little. City's paid about 150 grand in salary and expenses for a grant writer to write that grant. The grant has not been awarded. Uh, we weren't a finalist for that grant. But um, I found it interesting that he said that UT should pay for the bridge in its entirety. This is a guy who was an, a community, was an organizer, Campus Workers of, of America, who I guess feels like that the, um, the bridge is warranted because he says UT should, should pay for it. But, um, Thought that was interesting. And in addition, he says that, uh, he said that Debbie Helsley, who also is a union organizer who's running in CB, uh, is against the bridge, which again is an interesting concept for, for Mr. Um, Brooks because um, he, uh, he has gone on record as being against uh, one of her, um, one, one of the things that she was against, which is, um, no, I'm sorry, he went against something she supported, which was the use of um, the old South High for Helen Ross McNabb to use as a, um, as, a, as a facility 
um, for folks uh, in rehab. Um, so uh, Cameron and Debbie Helsley had been opposite on uh, Old South High, which ultimately wound up not working out because um, Helen Ross McNabb uh, couldn't get the um, couldn't get the approval of city council. Um, so it's just interesting that Cameron Brooks is picking and choosing when he agrees with anyone, whether it be Debbie Helsley or um, or anyone else. And then he has the contradiction of having been a campus workers union representative, um, but uh, wanting the University of Tennessee to pay a hundred and some million dollars uh, for a, uh, a bridge. Um, also, he was critical of the city paying the hundred fifty thousand dollars for the um, for the Grant Rider. Uh, now, remember that India Kincannon is, in fact, in, in a nonpartisan mayoral election, uh, India Kincannon is, in fact, a Democrat. Her predecessor, uh, Madeline Rojero, uh, too, was a Democrat. Uh, both of them have endorsed um, Lynn Fugit, uh, the city councilwoman running for re-election, um, and not supporting Cameron Brooks. Uh, so um, it's an interesting election. Uh, I have sent out the email uh, offering all the candidates, uh, I think there's 14 total, um, an opportunity to be on the Brian Hornback experience. I have received some um, wanting to book that. So we will get some of those booked this week and um, we'll start having those available um, right here on the Brian Hornback experience. Anyway, it's a good Monday, July the 17th. Um, went to uh, this weekend, the wife and I went to uh, the Thomas Rhett, um, Cole Swindell, Nate Smith concert at Thompson Bowling Arena. Missed the uh, Tennessee Republican Party Statesman's Dinner. Ron DeSantis was a speaker. There was 1,800 people there at the, um, in Nashville for that dinner. Um, hearing, um, hearing from Republicans that it was a great event. Um, I will say that the Thomas Rhett, uh, Cole Swindell, uh, Nate Smith concert was, uh, was great. Uh, the wife and I had a date night, thanks to our oldest son. And I will say that uh, I think I found the two best seats in Thompson Bowling Arena. Um, whether I ever ever reveal to you what the section row and number of seats is, uh, is yet to be determined. Uh, but uh, we had a great night there, uh, Saturday night at Thompson Bowling Arena. Um, Nate Smith, uh, Cole Swindell, and Thomas Rhett were all very, very good. Uh, Daniel Ian Jones um, is the DJ uh, that travels on the Thomas Rhett show, so he has some of the warm-up music. Um, I will say that the gaps between Nate Smith, Cole Swindell, and Thomas Rhett were minimal. Uh, probably the most minimal that I had that I've seen in all the concerts I've gone to, uh, but uh, appear to be a sold-out crowd. Um, Certainly, if you go to my Instagram, um, my Facebook, um, you'll see some pictures and some videos um, there. Uh, certainly did appear to be a, a sellout crowd. Um, but anyway, 
Uh, it was a good weekend all around. I hope y'all are having a good July. Um, it's really great uh, walking to work, walking from where I park to my office at 7 o'clock, 7.15 in the morning, because by about 8 or 9, uh, it gets pretty brutal out here. Uh, the sun looked kind of red this morning coming up, so um, don't know what that means. Uh, I don't really check the weather on a regular basis, but anyway, hope y'all have a great day. We'll talk to you soon. Uh, stay in touch with brianhornback.com, and we'll keep you informed.